It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies, current releases, streaming, classic films, classic films, a bunch of other stuff. (laughs) Some movies. Let's keep this, by the way. Directors and actors beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hello, Jim. Hey! Hey! And he's once, twice, three times a lady. It's Murray. Yabba dabba do. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. You started out so sexy, too. Ever the consummate professional. Yeah, it was like, you were so sexy. I don't think anybody even noticed. You, you might, had that. I kind of messed that intro up a little bit. You, but you were. Didn't notice. You were like total Bob Ross there. I was like a little wet in my panties when I was hearing you start. And then you everything fell apart. If ever there was proof that we don't edit anything, Jim. This is now. This, this is the proof. All right. Proof is in the pudding. It's Rage On. Okay, well, thanks to all who've been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please support us and join the growing Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Film Rage YYC. All members get special episodes and content only for members, and all members that sign up will get a special limited edition Film Rage item. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a terrible rental and um, make us see it. Shoutouts to our listeners all over the world. And I'm just going to tell you a few countries. Canada's still number one. U.S. is still number two. And I don't mean that in a negative reference. Number two. Followed by U.K., Australia, Germany, and Russia this year, this month. So, wow. Cossacks, we love you. Asvidanya. Yeah. And whatever drinking sounds like for that. Movies are back at Canyon Meadows Cinemas. We are open for your viewing pleasure with great new films opening weekly. All health-regulated protocols are in effect for a safe and enjoyable experience. And don't forget, we should be your first choice for your next birthday party or special event. Can't make it to the cinema? We got you covered. Order concessions from our online store, and you can either choose curbside pickup or get them delivered via Skip the Dishes, Uber Eats, or DoorDash. For more details, go to canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. Here at CMC, we would like to thank you for your continued support, and we are looking forward to seeing you at the movies. All right, let's dance. Streaming, we've been streaming, we've been streaming, we doing what? Oh, we're streaming, Jim. And Murray's gonna be streaming on the weekend when he's not watching football. Streaming. Hmm. Football, you bet. All right. So, this week we streamed one single movie. Bam! Yeah. And it was playing on... Shudder. Dum-dum. That's the one. Uh, It's called Martyr's Lane. It's the story of a 10-year-old that makes a new friend in the form of a young nightly visitor. From here, lots of spooky things happen, and we get some very good camera work that... 
kind of maintains the eeriness throughout. Kind of does. Kind of does. Uh, pretty standard fare with an uninspired ending throws it on the scrap heap of ghost stories. This was a man. Ah. Well, I don't think Merman saw this one. You didn't know streaming this week no, for you. I, no time to stream. No time for streaming. So, Martyr's Lane from 2021. So much creepy, subtle atmosphere to start. As always, a CLF that's got asthma. The wheezing alone is enough to give me the chills. Mostly because on top of children being creepy by nature, they are usually filthy, which in itself is motherfucking scary. Music in this was so indiscreet, ominous, and underwhelming, but it built such a base of tone for this film that when the jump scares come or the loud noises, contrasts happen. It is surprising and very effective. It carries a whole feeling of dread through the entire film, plus the whispering is usually also very present which was kind of also creepy. They just had this low base of creep through the entire movie, which I absolutely loved. Yeah, I didn't even know what they were saying. I know, but it was great. It was just like noise, but it was like creep noise. It was awesome. I loved it. This is one of those films. Yes, thank you. This is one of those films that so slowly pulls you along one creepy minute after creepy minute. Not only do we have one CLF, we have a second one. And together, they are both delightfully super creepy. Kind of like you created a Mega Transformer CLF. I don't understand. And... That's the only one. Yeah. No, no. And, and then you created a Mega CLF or a MCF. Mega creepy fucker. If you... <laughs> you know, just... Now, I can, if I have multiples, I can just call it MCF. You've lost me. It's it's a total mega CL mega CF. Yeah. It's an MCF. That's fantastic. I love the fact that all the way through this film, you know there is a bigger story happening, but you have no clue really what it is, and our director just slowly but creepily drags us along. Then by the time we get to the dead baby rabbit, I am literally beside myself. First off, what the fuck is happening? I have no idea. I'm like, ah, what is happening? And then the ending was perfect. I don't know why I liked it. I thought it was awesome. I love the mega creepy little fucker movie. This film was creepy, confusing, suspenseful, but most of all, Shudder's back, baby. This film for me was Mondo. I loved it. And who is Ruth Platt? I thought she did a great job. The director, she was fantastic. Yeah. The atmosphere in this was great. The atmosphere was great. I I can understand why you maybe, it is a little, I mean, it's a ghost story. It's not your favorite genre, but it's It's like- It's another ghost story. It's kind of a ghost story. It's a ghost story. Ghost-ish. Obviously, you don't want to give any spoilers, but- I mean, that I had figured out pretty early on. But it might have been Satan. 
I mean, who knows, right? I mean, I pretty much. I thought it was Satan. I did through a lot of it. No, I was kind of hoping it was Satan. No, I didn't think it was Satan at all. But were you kind of hoping it was Satan? I wasn't very surprised by the ending. Okay. Um, but it was still a good ending. I knew there was going to be some form of what the ending was. Yes, of course. I mean, you, they could only end it one of a few ways. Yeah. So they did it well. I thought it was they, a good for what did, it was. They did, they did it did fine. It's another, you know, as I say, it's another ghost story. Throw it on the scrap heap and let's move on. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't see very many movies with that level of ambiance, that level of music that kept me interested all the way through it. There's and I just enjoyed it. It was like a good buzz. It was like a good slow there's, buzz. There's a lot good. There's a lot of good. Yeah, I loved it. Not so much that it would be Mondo. But it was Mondo for me. Huh. Remember when you gave out a Mondo? Or was it even just a meh? To um, Hubie Halloween, and that movie was awful. I didn't give Mondo to Hubie <laughs> You're Halloween. You're talking about the Adam Sandler. <laughs> well, sorry, you gave it a mat, and it I didn't even it deserve mat. that. <laughs> well, it's getting closer to Halloween, so you know we got to start talking about Halloween movies. <laughs> All right, so what else did we do? Did we go to the cinemas? Of course, yeah, that's we what did. we do. We did, and we saw Malignant. Yeah, Malignant. So it's a tumor. It's a Tuma. Yeah, actually, that's kind of the the intro to this episode. I think Arnie could have said it best. We should have had a sample of it's a Tuma. Mm. Right? Actually, he says it's not a Tuma. Oh, right. But this was kind of a Tuma. Right? <laughs> sure was. <laughs> it kind of took a little piece of my brain with it. Okay. So let's recap this quickly. Terrible acting. Awful script. With every single horror trope known to man, Frankenstein's castle, running discount, Captain Obvious, the Matrix, Terminator, creepy ring, crackling, transforming brother twin, telekinesis, electro, I'm just gonna say electro, not electro anything, it's just electro, complete idiots everywhere, the death of pretty much everyone, force-like powers and superhero villain strength, tons of practical effects, gratuitous gore and gush, and as much as this movie was terrible, it was in the so bad, it's funny. I mean, the last 30 minutes is nonstop laugh fest, including the reincarnation of the cop scene and from both the Matrix and Terminator combined, this film was funny with film so awful, it was funny. It was a meh. I laughed for the entire last 30 minutes of this movie. I have never laughed so hard in my life. Was the last it, time was I it that funny, the last I don't last, believe that was James the last Wong's time intention. I laughed this hard was when we saw the redo of the Grunge. Mm. When when was it Stephen Ewan? That, that would be the Grudge. The grudge, grudge yeah, not, right? Not, not the, the grunge, grunge, but it was the movie was kind of grungy. <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> when we saw the Grunge, the scene. So the scene when he goes into the closet. This was like this for the last thirty minutes of this movie. It was completely over the top. It was completely idiotic, but it was completely fun. It was men. All right. Did you see this one, Murray? Uh, yes, I did. All right. What'd you think? Okay, well, I guess first I should explain the plot because Jim didn't do that. I did explain it. It's a tumor. No. What you wrote here is this woman is paralyzed by shocking visions of grisly murders, and her torment worsens as she discovers these waking dreams are, in fact, terrifying realities. It's a tumor. Anyway, 
Yes, I did go see this. Because it was on my required viewing, but I had to wait till after my. <laughs> I love it that he's after my seventy-two hour work week to do it, but I did get to see it. I love it that his he he does choose which ones are required viewings. Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it has a somewhat original concept. Uh, had some good gory death scenes. Uh, it was an okay film, completely ruined by the last ten minutes. What? Horribly cliched ending. This was so awesome. Like, I, I, and it was slow. It was slow as hell. Like, I, apart from the actual grisly murders, everything else was just slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, right at the end, with that way they re- resolved it, I'm like, oh, give me a freaking break. <laughs> um, yeah, that it was just all I could manage was a meh for that. Yeah, I made it to a meh. Can't be that bad. There you go. Uh, yeah, there's so much going on in this. Break film. it down, baby. Break it down. Uh, honestly, by the time they got to like the spooky Frankenstein castle <laughs> on the edge of the cliff, <laughs> I started to be less annoyed. I don't know what it was. Because it was, was funny as hell. First part of this film, I was just jittery and just like, just get this over with. It was just like, get this. So is- annoying. And then it, I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden I was like, this is kind of amusing. <laughs> This convoluted mess that was presented to me began to start, began to be enjoyable on that level. Um, kudos for taking this insane premise and making something that was fairly watchable. Um, you know, for the insanity of it all, this was, uh, this was, it was watchable, but watchable is not good. Um, it did, however, keep me amused enough to say, man. It's man, <laughs> of course, Murray. Hit us! I don't have the button. You took it away. We oh, took away the no. meh button. You put something else there. So oh, don't, don't press no. that meh. Well, wah 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 wah. Sorry, meh meh. I gotta say, there was so much in this that was so like the 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 whole um the whole scene where he they now become a superhero. This thing is like. Yeah. Taking over their body and yeah, now it's like, like a, it's a Neo. It's like yeah, end. it was like, like the what, Matrix. What it was Terminator. How does having a tumor in the back of your yeah, head turn make you into? A super, I know it was just crazy. Was, and then the same thing with. Um, you'd think it'd be a hindrance if anything. But. And you'd think the cops would be smarter. Yeah. And like, could they not hit them? And like, seriously, this thing that was growing out of her head was pretty pretty big, and her hair wasn't like that poofy at the back. So I'm well, trying to figure it out. it transform. She's uh, Oh, you also forgot to mention oh, yeah, it's a transformer. It busted, it busted through the skull. That's right, and that's why right. she always had a bloody head at the back yeah, of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was always squirting out whenever it felt I, like I it. I forgot that it busted. It was actually confined. And I were giving away way too much, but who cares? It just, I believe it was, <laughs> dor- it was just dormant. People, was the- people go see this movie expecting it to not be as good as you're thinking, but you will have fun because it's wacky. It's totally it wacky. wacky. It's kind of like um, um, like a Three Stooges episode if it was a horror movie, or like when yeah. Bud and Abbott, or whatever, the Abbott and Costello used to go meet Frankenstein or the yeah. Mummy. It's kind of like a modern day version of that, yeah. and with I'm a lot more. I'm fairly certain the director James Wan did not intend to be funny. Oh, of course he did. He's got a pretty good sense I don't of know humor. About that. Some of his Saw movies are pretty damn funny. They are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I think he meant. they're supposed to be funny. Oh, it had to have been funny. I mean, he put Frankenstein's castle in it for God's sake. That was hilarious when the when, when the car drives up right to the edge of the cliff with his giant castle. It's like what is going on? It's like, that is where it turned for me. I just 
I giggled at that point, and then I didn't really stop giggling the rest of the exactly. way. Exactly. It was so true. I was actually expecting, like, Madeline Kahn or something to come out or someone to say, Carl Bruja. Oh, Malignant. Thanks for making us laugh. Yeah. So, uh, after... After that, that, was it after that that we saw it? I think no. I think we saw. I think we saw *Malignant* second. Oh, so before that, we got to see *The Card Counter*. The Card Counter. Yeah. So you'd think it would be like a movie about poker or blackjack, blackjack. or someone who counts cards. That's actually people who count cards Cards are playing blackjack. blackjack. So if you're a card counter, you play blackjack. But don't you count cards in everything though? Because you can get uh, in poker, too. too. They must have you to You don't count get a lot cards. of card counters in poker. It's not the same. No. Anyway. I don't know. I'm not a card player, so I don't know. The Card Counter. Uh, this is Paul Schrader's new film. It uh, tells the story of an ex-military integra- uh, interrogator who goes to prison and then surfaces as a gambler. Um, Oscar Isaac stars and brilliantly portrays a man on the edge um, who struggles with the real world. He craves the structure of the military and the routine of prison. He is a man without a home who wants to atone for past transgressions. He thinks his redemption may lie with the son of a former acquaintance as he thinks he can steer the young man in the right direction. We also have Tiffany Haddish and Willem Dafoe in this, and they are both competent in their performances, but Mm. this is all about Oscar Isaac. There are scenes in this, he is genuinely frightening, and there are scenes in this where he could not be any more vulnerable. And Isaac meshes it all into a stellar character study. The pacing is perfect, Isaac is perfect, and the story is hauntingly unforgettable. The card counter is Mondo. All right. Merman, I think you've seen this one, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah, and as usual, a complete opposite opinion of Brace. Oh, nice. going to give it a meh. No, he's going <laughs> to give it a super mondo. Okay, first of all, I hate poker, especially Texas Hold'em. This had nothing to do with poker. I don't, Shh, let it, yeah, he has an it opinion. Does. He has an opinion. Let um, him talk. I don't want to play it. I sure as hell don't want to watch exactly. it. Exactly. And this movie, which is called The Card Counter, card counters are normally found in blackjack he does play blackjack if it was blackjack yeah for the first five minutes there you go if it was all about blackjack i would have enjoyed it a little more but anyway i tried Uh, it wasn't all about either of those tried to set yes that was a problem i tried to set that aside to actually you know review the 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 movie for what it was um there was zero chemistry between haddish and, and isaac zero so, I have to so much so that their love story was not believable. Oh, like, it was. No, it d- definitely wasn't. Um, there were some good scenes between Cyclops and Apocalypse, which is who those guys are. Uh, not enough to make it a good film. Um, William Dafoe was wasted in this film. My only guess is they probably just needed a big name movie star to carry it because those other three weren't. Um, the story was painfully predictable, and I just didn't enjoy it. I mean, Oscar Isaac was solid. I'll give you that. He was good. Even though most of his performance was pretty much flat-lined, even keel. He didn't have emotion one way or the other. Almost like he was autistic. Almost. But he was still good at it. Uh, but yeah, this movie did not enjoy it all, uh, and I'm happy to give this 
a rage. Wow. Well, well. I love this movie. Well, well, well. Hey, hey, like hey, I hey. Like I said, we don't agree I think on we, stuff. I think we just might have made a rage sandwich. Just okay. Give it. I, I'm positive we have. I already tell it. Jim doesn't have to give his review. He gives it a man. <laughs> no, Let's that's, a, move that's on. the trifecta. What are you talking about? I know you're giving it a man. How do you know I gave it a man? I'm positive you give it a man. Why would you think? How would you think that I would give this a man? I don't know. What? Stop trying to guess who I am. I you think, don't know me. I think he's you don't it know a man. me. Let's see if Sorry. I'm right. You don't know me. You don't know me. Okay. So okay, just a second. If it's a sandwich, that means you're either gonna give it a. So mondo the mondo's or a, rage? a bread, and the rage is the sandwich, or the rage is the bot, and the wow. mondo was. A, that's right. Rage is the hot spicy sauce. Yeah, the rage this is, is the crazy. sauce. Marie and Marie doesn't even like hot. Okay, spicy now sauce. now my mind is racing because if you did make the sandwich reference. That means you might give this a rage. Well, then I lose all respect for you. Go ahead. Well, but you you should lose all respect for you for trying you to guess what I'm going to give a movie. So right off the bat, you should disrespect yourself, which you've done already to Murray tonight and also to me. That's right. So wow. I just thought I should hey, bring that up. You're blinded a, by your obsession with I, Tiffany Haddish. That's right. <laughs> this, Tiffany that Haddish is was quite, the weak link this in is, this. Oh, so there we go. Okay, well, how Having about said I, that, how she, about was I, self, she, was, she was okay. How about you let me have my chance to tell you what I thought of this movie? Well, I don't even want to. I'm just going to keep on well, talking. Well, you can go back to the bathroom and do whatever you do for two or three minutes Because uh, on a good day. The card counter was Mondo. And, and I will tell you what this movie did. It was Mondo. Okay. So, first off, I really his it. hair. His mother fucking hair. It was Mondo. Who has this perfectness of hair? Well, he shows apparently, it. He's, he's apparently, it all the time. apparently, Oscar Isaac. That's who. Same kind of guy who, who? covers all the furniture up with white Yes, uh, that was so awesome. So, who also just happened to play this role perfectly this yes. film is filled with meticulous detail slow building masterful meticulous detail from the slow movements of oscar to the dialogue to the suspense and unknown of what's happening or what's about to happen this film which upon seeing the trailer i had no real interest to see this mostly because it seemed to be a traditional quote-unquote sports film I guess apparently playing cards is sports is not now. a sport. Uh, apparently it is, Murray. It's on ESPN. No, that doesn't mean it's a sport. With the same plot every sports movie has, plus because it had our girl Tiff in it, which, unlike Bryce, I am not as enamored with. Needless to say, her performance is... Adequate. Very root vegetable adjacent. <laughs> I'm thinking a flavor of perhaps beet or maybe parsnip but no i think we have a rutabaga already this but this was not your typical sports movie in fact was there even any card playing in it not very much exactly it didn't it didn't feel like it because i actually was glued to the screen for an hour and 45 minutes i had no clue what was going to happen through most of this film if you're expecting a card movie don't and i know people who love sports movies are always saying like oh jerry Maguire, there's no sports in it or Moneyball, there's no baseball in it there's just there's no sports in it it's about other stuff no those movies had a lot of sports in it but really there's not a lot of card playing in this film Okay, so I'm lying, there's lots of card playing, but take it from me, one who hates typical sports movies, this is nothing like them. And Oscar Isaac is gonna give Riz a run for his money this year. That dude is cold, 
motherfucking brilliantly cold and was stupendously brilliant in this film for no other reason than to see Tom Hardy Jr. or perhaps Riz Ahmed's newest rival, you must see this film. And in case you did not realize it, this film was Mondo. Even though Parsnip Tiff was in it. Yeah. Has a good ring of it. I'm thinking, doesn't the the term Parsnip Tiff kind of roll off the tongue, Mer? Sure. It's very parsnippy. She was. She was she awful. Was, the, the she was okay. Yeah, she was not great. I had no problem with. She her was a parsnip. She was totally parsnip. Having worthy. said this, I. You even said she's the weakest. Well, she was the weakest link of the movie. She, she wasn't able to quite hold. You know what? When you're getting overshadowed by a performer, like even um, Ty Sheridan. Yeah. It is tough for anybody, and even Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Everybody just got eclipsed. By Oscar Isaac. So, okay, this is, this okay. is an Oscar Isaac Okay, vehicle. so here's a question for you. You could have put anybody in the We got to talk roles. about it the list. If we add Oscar Isaac on on this, unless Murray votes, unless Murray votes for I am the Willem problem Defoe. with him as an actor. No, I'm just saying. Willem Dafoe's on our mesmerized list. Oh, well, if this was a mesmerized off, he'd be like gone. He'd be toasted. Yeah, because, but. So uh, perhaps we won't add Oscar Isaac on. This, this week. Isn't the point to get rid of some people? It is. It is. <laughs> it's true. We do got to get rid of some people. How good was the ending? The ending was brilliant. Like, uh, it was perfect. Yeah. Pre- Agreed. Not too often. He didn't like anything all. in it. So, Pre- so for him, it was Not terrible. Not too often is there I, a perfect I knew exactly ending. What, I knew what was going to happen. It was predictable. Well, then you should exactly be. exactly what was going to happen. You should be writing movies. You should be writing movies because if you knew what was going to happen. I knew what was going to happen. You probably, that means you probably could have written something good, good like this and man. Made a ton of money. Yep. I don't know about that, but. Well, having said that, but uh, voila, love, people, love this movie. we have a rage sandwich we with two that. slices of Mondo flavored bread. Yes, Mondo. I'm glad I didn't see it with you guys. <laughs> Temperature rising, vision blurring, rage taking over. You know, Cineplex and soon-to-be Landmark, so for our Canadian listeners, these are the two biggest cinema halls in Canada with the most theaters, of course, Cineplex being the first, and they came out with the first membership for us fantastic Canadians. And upon initially getting it, I was like, wow, this is actually a really good deal. We pay 10 bucks a month, and we get a free movie, which you can't even get a movie for 10 bucks. Plus you get 20% off all concession. And then every movie after that, you pay 10 bucks. So it's a pretty good deal. And I thought to myself, wow, I am the luckiest person on the planet. I have this amazing package. And then Landmark's coming out with the exact same package. So obviously they thought outside the box. So I'm like, well, I'm twice as lucky. Until I went and looked at some of the packages they have in the States. And again, being as how we're a second world country here in Canada, 
I just have to mention. So if you go to AMC, which I believe is the largest in the U.S. I believe so. They have three subscription plans. One is $19.95 per month, and it covers 35 states. Or $21.95 per month, covers 45 states. And 23, that's uh, subscribers from all 50 states. And you pretty much can go to any movie you want ever. It says subscribers available. Free tickets are refreshed every Friday. Watch three in a single day or spread it through the week. So you could watch three movies a week. That would cover us every week for 20 bucks a month. That's 12 movies a month. Yeah. For 20 bucks. Yeah. That doesn't seem even possible. Apparently they, because you know what? I've already told you guys this. When you look at the math, they make their money off our popcorn, which, (laughs) excuse me, which is a bit expensive. The movie theater makes the money off the popcorn, but the studios make the money off the ticket sales. I know. So I don't know how they, they must have done a partnership with the studios. So Adam, which is, I think the, the second biggest one. They have a mega pass. Yeah, that's the one you can buy tickets to Landmark, right? Um, what's that? Adam. Oh, ATL yeah, Adam used to be up here. Yeah, but they they stopped working with Landmark because Landmark's going to have oh. their own. Oh. So mega pass gives subscribers two free movie tickets every month, as well as fifteen percent off concessions prices, um, for fourteen ninety five per month. The tickets can be any format or can be used subscribers or a guest blah 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 extras plus meanwhile goes for 99 which is exactly like ours and then the third one they have is similar to that so it sounds like because amc owns the market but this is this is not just in in the u.s this is in europe so back a couple of years before covid Landmark almost got sold to a European and they were going to bring in one of the packages similar to AMC for us. But now we're just getting these discounted packages. Like for people like us addicted to movies, they need to have some better packages. Get your shit together. That's my rage this week. I want a better deal than 10 bucks a month. Putting it out there. Okay. Now you know there's something better. It's inspiring me to move to the States. That's all I'm saying. I did just read that apparently Cineplex is having problems with their prospective buyers. What are they called? Cinemark or something in Europe? Oh, they're going to be bought out too. Oh, no, they were going to be bought out, but now they're having issues. So I don't know what's Mm -hmm. happening. Well, probably because there's a pandemic and no one's going to the movie theaters but us. Anyway. All right, then. That's my rage. (laughs) Okay. Bryce is deep in thought. I don't know why. No, he's deep in the groove, man. He can't get off the groove. So, um... Your rage is... Yeah, I, I, I got nothing. Do you want to jump on my bandwagon? Don't you want a better package for your membership? Um, I mean, yeah, but I, I just... I don't... I, I... 22... I get... 22 bucks a month, you said. Yeah. Gives you three movies every week. Yeah. So that's like 12 movies. Yeah, Murray did the math. There's no way that you're paying under two bucks a movie. Apparently, that's what... There's no way. So, but think about it. You misunderstood what you've read. I gotta read it. Do you want me to read it again? Do you want me to read it in more detail? 
I, I I'm telling you, all our listeners from the U.S., go and tell us on social media if you're on any of these passes. Is anybody addicted to movies as much as we are? All of our, even from our European listeners, we have German listeners, we have friends, we have. Yeah. You know, there's packages all over the world where they know. It's it's a membership. They understand that we're seeing these movies and they want to give us the best package we can get. Like, what would be a what would be a number you would pay? So, if if they said if fifty bucks like a month inclusive? and it was unlimited, if they said unlimited movies for fifty bucks a month, is that that's a deal still? Yeah, because no, we they, see you usually said, see three a week. Yeah, if they said unlimited. Yeah, no, I, I would month. pay like twenty bucks a month if every movie I got to see was nine ninety nine. Oh, like you would pay Unlimited. the twenty to pay get twenty bucks to belong to okay, the club. Okay, so so Murray, and then it'd be ten dollars for every. Okay, movie. well you Murray, only, well, Murray, you, just you, need you to, only have to spend ten bucks then, and it'll be ten bucks. Yeah, for because every that's, movie. What and that's, well, that's, that's what landmarks, and that's what cineplexes are. You said they only give you like one or something. No, no, they every rental now I get is nine bucks, nine ninety nine. So every for ten ninety, every, yeah, for ten ninety nine, every ticket. So ten ninety nine I pay, right. and then that I get one free oh. movie rental. And then every movie I rent after that is ten bucks. Stop saying rent. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, every I guess ticket you I'm buy. renting my seat in the cinema. You, you can also rent things from their website. <laughs> oh, too. sorry. That was the other thing that some of those packages in the states give you. Uh-huh. They give you free access to all their streaming movies right. on their oh, site. They do not. They do they so. Go. I'm just telling you what it's read in here. I'm telling so you. So for twenty two bucks a month, I can go to twelve movies a month. Basically, I get yeah. free streaming. Are we moving to the states? Well, no, is Film Rage moving? This doesn't make any sense. There's no. What? I think we should move. Okay, let me read you this exact. This is a cut directly from the web. Yeah. And I'll read you exactly because I was kind of trying to paraphrase it. AMC yeah, Theaters has gotten it. into the subscription game with its AMC Stubbs A list, which also which allows subscribers to see up to three movies. A week in any format, including the theaters, IMAX, and Dolby Cinema screens. Outside of the three per week, there are a few restrictions as to how you can use A-List. Watch three in a single day or spread it through a week as subscribers available. Free tickets are refreshed every Friday. A-List subscribers are also automatically signed up for the AMC Stubbs Premier Reward Package. There... You, there are three subscription plans available based on where you live. The $19.95 per, per month package covers 35 states. It doesn't list which ones. The $21.95 per month covers 45 states. And the $23.95 lets subscribers see all 50 states. So if you were going to see, say you are going to want to hit because you traveled with your business, yeah. you might want the $23.95, Bryce. You might not want to go $21.95 and miss out on five states. Okay, what else does it say after that? Uh, doesn't say any more on that one. That's it? That's the end of the statement? Of for that, that one. I'm confused. But there was more details in the there, actual thing. That's gotta, only what I cut there's out. There's got to be more I only cared. Brother, look it up. So apparently Bryce's rage is that apparently, the gym is full of baloney. No, I think his rage is, is also mine, but he's still, he's gobsmacked. I just can't believe it. I know, right? This is why. This is this and is he, just another reason for cinema in Canada. Movie. Movie. It if doesn't matter. If you go to three a week, it's two bucks a movie. It doesn't matter because we're not Americans. You were never going to get this. <laughs> you know, just another reason that it's we love our American friends is. more and more every day, and it's not because of their gun control. It's because of their access to cinema. True. Uh, okay. <laughs> Rage subsiding. Pulse slowing. 
Hey folks, and welcome to the Tattoo Squid Podcast. I am your host, Dre, here to take you on a deep dive into the second season with interviews with other podcasters. We talk about movies like horror, action, comedy, and all different kinds of other stuff like heavy metal, camping, comic books, board games, all that other stuff that you like to have fun with. Plus, also, you want to follow me, follow me on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, yeah, all that other stuff. Okay, so we got to talk about hey. one movie. Where's the music? What? Yeah, it's me. Oh, it's my. We're turn. not even there yet. I We're keep forgetting Murray's yet. here. It's... I'm here. How did I forget? Murray's here. Uh, yeah. Or is hey, he is here. If he is here, yes, but I think he's not going to make it because of work. <laughs> well, I made it. He did make it. Oh, Murray, you made my day. Thank God you're here. And we get the merman. <laughs> Right. Uh, this week, I have some unfinished business uh, on the ra- Merman oh, Minute. Oh, raggy. Because of my job, I worked 11 of the last 12 days recently. Yeah, he's and making I money. I spent my only day off preparing for the two podcasts last week, <laughs> which I didn't get to do. Aww. Since I refused to let all my hard work and preparation go to waste, I'm going to damn well get to it now. Oh, there you go. Well, you can't you can't really do the one because we're not well, releasing it yet. Yeah, you can you do just, the you other just one. Wait and see. Okay. First off, my reviews. Okay. I did see that Mowgli Mowgli thing, though it was over a year ago because I had to preview it for the festival. Mogul Mowgli. And it didn't get picked anyway. I thought it was okay. Didn't really like the music at all, but that's a personal choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meg was pretty good. Gave good performances, but it was a man. Okay. Now on to the faceless pig chicken in the room. Oh, the faceless pig chicken in the room. Marvel, Shang-Chi, and the 10 Gucci bracelets of power. I love it. First of all, first Asian superhero film. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Second, a Canadian in the starring role. Yes. Well, he was born in China, but raised in Mississauga, Ontario. Yes. So close enough. Third, Michelle Yeoh. Kicking ass at the Yum. age of 59. I know. Mondo. I've loved her since she was a Bond girl, but she's been doing it long before that. She was asked recently about working with Jackie Chan and Supercop, who tried to prevent her from doing her own stunts. They asked her if Jackie thought that the women belonged in the kitchen instead of martial arts. She said, he did. <gasps> until what? Until I kicked his butt. Nice. He she kicked his ass? He said that. Nice. Right on, Michelle. Now... I love me some superhero action. Uh, don't even have to be that good. Hell, I even found some stuff to like about Batman and Robin. Uh, what? Maybe not the bat nipples and Arnold's bat punks. Oh, I love bat nipples. But I digress. Bat nipples rock. Ten yeah. Rings had some good action scenes. Simu Liu was amazing. The problem I had was how ridiculous the movie became with all the mystical and magical stories. We had the same thing to say about it. Well, I wasn't here, was I? That's true. But wait a minute, Murray. We agreed on something. Well, this I is wrote awesome. This up, so you're gonna hear it. Uh, dragons and glowing bracelets and faceless pig chickens. Oh my! Nice. I also had a problem with the fact that the ten rings weren't rings; they were bracelets. Rings are worn on fingers. What this film had was ten glowing fashion accessories. Oh. Unacceptable substitution. I also could have done without the comedic sidekick. 
Of course, it's a Disney film, so you know they don't go full dark like DC does. But this Aquafina character reminded me of the Mexican dude from Ant-Man. Mildly entertaining, but completely unnecessary to the plot. Didn't like him either. Uh, Yes, there were some funny moments. I still don't think they needed Aquafina. But apparently, she's quite popular with the kids. And us. And me. Yeah. Not me. I wouldn't know. I've never seen her before. I did enjoy Ben Kingsley, but again, didn't do much for the story. Much as I enjoy superhero flicks, this was a giant man. Well, that's exactly what we gave it last week. Yeah. Now, I also had a Merman Minute planned for last week, but I guess you'll have to wait until after our that's SIF right. podcast for that. Yeah, you will. I'm out of time. Apparently, I'm not allowed to talk about the other ones, so I guess that's all nope, I got. you'll have to talk about that later. I don't even know what we're talking about. We're go back to sleep. About, yeah, go back to sleep. Nighty night. You saw? Didn't you see Crazy Rich Asians? No. What? The movie Crazy Rich Asians. No. Didn't you see Breaking News in Yuba County? No. She's in that too. No. She was also. She's also mesmerizing, by the way. Who are we talking about? Aquafina. Oh. Did you miss all that? Where, can you wake up during those things? I don't know. What okay, we're so there's about. something important we got to talk about. And Murray, you must have seen Burn After Reading. Of course, I own it. All right. As did I, and as did Bryce. So we have to come to an agreement as to who was mesmerizing on that. And we may lose somebody. There was like seven of them in that movie. So I know. It was like, this, this, could, did, this could destroy everybody. There was only five of them. There's a lot of them. You picked like two or three. Used there, them all? There was only five of them. Well, we you Frank, have to put Francis, them all in. Francis McDormand. Uh, Tilda Swinton. Yep. John Malkovich. Yep. Richard Jenkins. And J.K. Simmons. Yep. Those are the five that faced off in Burn After Reading. Now, if we all agree on who the most mesmerizing was in that film, the other four... Hit Our, the bricks. Hit the bricks, baby. They are gone. They're off the mesmerized list. It's just the way it goes. My vote would be for Brad Pitt, but he was Yeah, Brad Pitt was pretty mesmerizing in this. He, he was, but As, overall, Actually, so was George Clooney, actually. George to be Clooney. quite honest, he was, he was those, brilliant those in Those two guys aren't on our list. His his comment of his comment is, I got to go for a run. Every time he <laughs> said that. Every time, every time he said that. No, it was every time he had right sex. After he had sex. Right after he had sex, he was like, I got to go for a run. <laughs> and then, Actually, if 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 George Clooney was that more often than not, he would make the mesmerized list. But he's a lot of man a lot of times. Here, here's the thing about this movie: the people that, and we've all written our picks down now. Yep. the The people that I thought were absolutely going to be mes- the mesmer, like who I was going to pick here, were not. We're not. Yes. And it was. This was an odd movie where. Yes. Their overall career doesn't really reflect Flex. what they're yes. doing in this movie. And Agreed. There were two that I thought stood up above the rest, and I really could have flipped a coin. But in the end, one of them kind of had the final word in the film. Not the final word, but he was there right at the end of the film, which just he just made me laugh every time he was on screen. And he wasn't on screen as much as everybody else, but he was so oh, good. Oh, God. So we know we're not, we're not losing anybody. I'm John Malkovich. And Francis McDormand. And yes, I am J.K. Simmons. And oh, it was, it was he be- was not. And it was between John Malkovich and J.K. Simmons. No, see, I, I, 
yeah, John Malkovich for me was he nailed every sink. He was just he was great. He was he was killer. And yeah. actually, you know who oh, Richard uh, Jenkins was also R- brilliant. Yes, Richard Jenkins was understatedly brilliant. Yeah, he was, was. He, was he like, would have took out Francis in this movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Except if you talk to Murray. <laughs> star of the film, Bobby should not be mesmerizing. She and was, and John and Malkovich was that. the star of the movie. After all, big character. And Tilda Swinton got saddled with the fact that she was kind of the she could have been. This, she could have been more straight, yeah. man. Yeah. So. Man. Was, oh, sorry. Wait. She could have been more straight, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where that went. That's an intonation, buddy. I can't believe that. You're not you. Uh, J.K. Simmons was so so good. He was. Well, you know he, what? he was the reason why, okay. why I found this movie because I, I went through the whole list trying to find out movies that he was in with somebody else. Yeah. Then yeah. I found this one where it was like five of them. Yeah. But I just wanted one with him and some, one other person. Yep. It's but hard to up, do. And I'm running into this one. Well, Mur. Uh, do you want one for this week? Yeah, we need one. Have you got okay, it? Okay. Well, you got Murray's it. got Murray's uh, doing his homework, people. He's it's back like in I the said, business. I spent my only day off doing this crap last week. I love it, Murray. I love that you're okay, you're well, taking you got, a, taking our podcast seriously. I love it. I always do. Well, you get, now you, you're super you serious. Two, because I wasn't sure if all right uh, one of them was going to be coming off the list or not. Okay, we've got J.K. Simmons again. Nice versus Willem Dafoe. Why are you trying to get J.K. Simmons off the it's, list? No, he's trying to take out Willem I'm Dafoe. Just saying, Spider-Man. Oh, they were both. They were both inspired. Oh, okay. Well, we got. He's giving us a choice of two. Choice. Yeah. Johnny Depp versus Helena Bonham Carter. They were in seven movies together. Yes. Wow. Uh, the one isn't I, Edward Norton also in? Um, isn't Edward Norton? I don't know. Is he on our list? In on our list? I'm pretty sure he is. I, don't know, I didn't see. Him. Uh, anyway, so. yeah. So I mean, you can choose whatever movie you want. We could also them. see Fight Club. Wouldn't that be a great? I mean, one to I see? would pick Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because it's available pretty much everywhere. The rest are all you have to rent on Prime. Yeah. I'm right. Well, Murray, you get to tell us. You're the, you're oh, in charge of this. Do you want, do you, do you want to give, Just tell us. Don't give Bryce a choice. Just you want tell to give him J.K. Simmons he, a rest, or you, or you want to go after him again? No. Well, it's, if J.K. Simmons is more mesmerizing than William Defoe. Which is possible. Yes. Apparently. I, well, I, one I, was the villain. I would. Re- I, would I would. I re- would. Yeah. That, yeah. Right, you want to well, go for Johnny we'll, Depp we'll and Helena? Johnny Depp and Helen Bonham Carter. Then. Well, why don't we go Fight Club and then we can have a. Yeah, if Edward Norton's on Fight there. Club. Who else is in there? What's Meatloaf. That? Isn't Meatloaf on our Fight Club? <laughs> Besides Brad Pitt and Edward Norton, who else is in Fight Club? Edward Norton's in it. Helen yeah. Bonham Carter's is she in, in it. it too? Yeah. I saw it once. And, Brad Pitt's uh, not on our Johnny list. Johnny Depp isn't in it. Oh yeah, Johnny Depp isn't in it. <laughs> what were you, Depp you, movie. What, yeah, what were you thinking, Dub Dub? I, I thought I thought he was. Uh, I thought he well, was. You uh, guys taught, mentioned Ed Norton. I didn't. Yeah, I'm all confused. Anyway, you want Johnny Depp and Helen Bonham Carter? You got to pick a movie. Yeah. Uh, okay, list them off. Alice Through the Looking Glass. I don't really want to watch that. Lone Ranger. I don't want to watch that. I definitely don't want to watch that. Alice in Wonderland. I don't want to watch that. Sweeney Todd. Maybe. Dark Shadows. No. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Maybe. Uh, Corpse Bride is enemy. Of course, I can't. (laughs) Okay, Jim, you choose. But don't choose Dark Shadows or we're ending the podcast. It's done. I'm going to lock the door. I got to be honest. I wasn't listening after the first one. Okay. Well, you got the two Alice movies. You got Sweeney Todd. I kind of want to see I, Sweeney Todd, The Lone Ranger, 
with Johnny Depp oh, and I can't Army see, Hammer. I can't see that one. It's awful. And Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I say Sweeney Todd. Yeah, I'm on. I'm and I think that, Todd. And I think that gives them a, a pretty equal footing, too. Yeah, they're both pretty so. equal in that. Yep. Okay, right. Sweeney, Sweeney Todd, Todd it is. It is but you know what? Edward Norton's not on our list. So that's who I'm putting forward this week. Can I just say no now? What? How can you not love Edward Norton? I can't stand him. Never, From what? Never liked him. Everything about him. His acting, his personality, everything. His personality is awesome. Our, he's a jerk. He's no, a, he's not. He's a huge, giant jerk. No, he's just likes yeah, perfection. Yeah, no, he is. He's just likes perfection. No, he, he's a, I find Edward Norton mesmerizing. So do I. Good for you. But I apparently, don't. Mary doesn't. I don't. He hates everything about him. I do. How can you hate everything he is, about him? Uh, a couple ticks the, below. A brilliant actor. He's a couple ticks no below sense. Ben Affleck in my books. What? So that would that would not, make not that would quite, make him mesmerized. Not quite Ben Affleck. <laughs> no, bad, ben, ben Affleck is no. not. Ben Affleck is. No. Ben I'm on Affleck, Team Murray on that ben, one. Ben Affleck is on like. Um, he's on the potato list. He's he's like, you know, rutabaga turnip. No, but, but, uh, but he's, he's root vegetable. The, he's, no, he's not, no, he is on par. Him and Mark Ruffalo are. Two are both potato-like actors. actors? Yeah, yeah. 100 are agree. among the best. I hundred percent. I hundred percent agree with your comment about them they're being kind of, on the same they're level. This, they're totally on the same level. They're that they brilliant. could just you could have a cardboard cutout and have somebody move the lips behind it, and it would be the exact same thing. I wonder if they've ever been in. I don't think they've been in a movie together. That's too bad. Then we could have a mesmerized off. We can't Mark have a Ruffalo mesmerized and, off unless they're Affleck. mesmerizing, and neither yeah, one of them are. Yeah, and both are mesmerizing. No, they're not. What? No. Okay, I got to check the list because I'm pretty sure both you those wanna, names are on the mesmerized list. Between which one I hate more, Ed, Edward Norton or Ben Affleck? <laughs> no, no, Edward Norton <laughs> is mesmerizing, Norton is mesmerizing for sure. It's too bad, Murray. But he's not. Anyway, next week we're going to be talking about Sweeney Todd. Apparently we are. Sweeney Todd. And now, do you remember seeing that one, Mer? It's a musical, so yeah, you, you're saw, probably I, all over it. I don't it. own it, but I've seen it. I think I think we might have a winner. I've got a prediction in my mind, but I'm not going to say it aloud. Mm. Mm. We'll see. I thought we had a winner with this last one, and then I... I know, and then you, you didn't pick John Malkovich. Because which was the right choice. You see all, because he picked Francis McDormand. You think all three of us were going to agree on five different people? It's, it's that's like, a tough one, for sure. You should just pick two. You, you picked can't. all five. You can't. They, they they're all, ha- they're all in the movie. they got to be wow. up against each other. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. All right, so that's it for the list. Some things I think will that's never change. Oh, no, wait. There's something that has to be brought up because Bryce has been thinking that Tiffany Haddish does have a chance, even though Murray will never allow it. But Bryce thinks that perhaps Tiffany Haddish could potentially make it on a list sometime. So I just need to go she back. Is. She she's starting from She's starting from ground zero effective today because Murray gave the card counter a meh. I gave oh, the I card gave, counter. I gave it a rage. Oh, you did. So she's off. Oh, she's well, that, in my mind, it was a man. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. It, it because because she's got to start you couldn't over. Imagine anybody raging over that movie because it was Mondo. Uh, exactly. I invite you to read reviews online to see people who agree with me. Okay. Well, apart from I don't care. About, I don't care about people well, online. Just say yeah. I'm not the only person. It, Hey, I'm like sure you always make it seem like I'm, I'll, I'm the only person on the planet who doesn't like the stuff you guys do. It's not true. It's pretty true. I'm no, pretty sure it's not. <laughs> I kind of don't care. I am the voice but, of the people. But you are the voice of the people. 
The real Not people. the movie critics. No, no, the snobs. Remember, we're snobs. You're the snobs, yes. I am the snobbiest. We already know that. No, I'm pretty sure But okay, what, what I need to say is that I saw the movie here today with Tiffany Haddish and Billy Crystal. Ah. And so she wouldn't make it past there anyway because it would have been two mehs back to back. Because Bad so- Trip was a meh and Here Today was a meh. Here today was a man, but bad trip was Mondo, and this it was, was a Mondo. Man. Yeah, this was a so Mondo. So she was on her way. She was on no, she wasn't on her way because I gave two mez back to back, and Murray just gave this a rage. So it has to be brought up. Tish, Tiffany Haddish could potentially go back on the doubted list. <laughs> Effect. <laughs> no, I guess she can't. We gave it a Mondo. Damn it! Well, I I actually didn't mind her performance apart from the love story part. You know what? That's really big of you. I gotta admit, because usually when you hate somebody, you really hate them for life. Like they literally could have cast any other actress in the world in that part. She just was okay. But but I'm I'm proud. This is like a big moment for you. I I don't hate her. I don't think she's funny. The but, card counter is 86% certified fresh. I was just looking uh, at it. Yeah, and check the audience meter. It's about 48. Yeah, well, I guess it's 40. Audience. It's People who go to movies. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. I guess we See? fall into the critics category. Bro. Exactly, so. you do. Anyway. And, and I'm not letting anybody take my Murray's, title. Murray's I was granted. He's just a common man. I am man. a common man. Working I, hard with his hands. Like I said, I'm I, the voice of the people. I am the snobbiest. We've already agreed on this. Uh, you told me before, and you never lie. Remember, I you're the know. truth I'm teller. Pretty sure Mr. Walken See, in films Mur- is, has is a different... snobbyish. Yeah, but you had the opinion that I was. Well, no, you're a snob. And I think oh, Murray is because no, he's yeah, got he's, snobby tendencies. Occasionally, too. Jim and I like the same movie. <laughs> Bryce and I like the same movie almost never. <laughs> Did I mention that the card counter was Mondo? For you. I also thought it was Mondo, though. Anyway. All right. So we're moving on. That's enough list for okay. today. But you know what? It was fun to fight. We yeah, d- I miss us. always fun to fight. Okay. I'm assuming I'm reading this. Yeah, you are. Last week on Rage or Dare, Jim pulled the film Down to You, starring the great thespian Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie Prince Jr. Also known as Mr. Sarah Michelle Geller. Yes. I am sure you're anxious to know if uh, Jim got his comeuppance as Bryce promised. This week, Jim and Bryce will get to choose to go back to my bag, or they can take their choice with our listener's dare bag. First, let's check in with Jim and see if Pretty Prince Jr. lives up to the regality of his name, putting him in acting royalty, or is his name just a sad joke? And perhaps also his acting. What say you, Jim? Well... Oh my fucking God. From the first second of this film, I already hated it. Freddie Prince was doing the fourth wall thing, or maybe it's a narrative or some kind of inner monologue talking to us, the viewer. And it was so incredibly awful. I thought there was only one narrator. Was he Ferris Bueller? But then, but then we got Julius Stiles inner monologue as well. But the monologue doesn't stay consistent, though, through the movie. So that also annoyed me. It was Mm. like it was there, and then they were doing it, and then it just disappeared for most of the movie, and then it kind of came back. There is nothing worse than inner monologues. Think of it like a montage for your ears. Then imagine they are internalizing it, and now you know how annoying that is. But then... 
They also threw in memory flashback montages on top of it. So you have inner monologue, fourth wall memory flashback montages all through this thing. I thought that memory flashback montages were bad. But no, there's apparently something worse. Freddie Prince is acting? No. (laughs) Inner monologue, fourth wall memory flashbacks. Inner wall montage, fourth wall memory flashback montages. Inner monologue, fourth wall memory flashback montages. It's a whole recycling. I had thought I would not have to say the words flashback montage (laughs) again. I did not think that I would have to. But yes, this is the fifth week in a row. We have a memory flashback montage film. But but the first week to get an inner monologue, fourth wall, memory flashback. (laughs) Bryce, can you please explain to me why these memory flashback montages are finding me so recently? Just lucky, man. What have I done to deserve this? Am I'm a good person, aren't I? Uh, I don't know what the stuff you've been making me watch lately. I'm starting to question <laughs> it. Did I anger Satan or perhaps the other dude, his rival, you know, angrier Satan? What have I done to deserve all these memory flashback montages so many times? Uh. Uh, what made this really worse, though, was them having a Bowie song playing in the bar where they meet for the first time. I mean, this film is so bad, it has affected my love of Bowie, the one true love of my life, Bowie. And now I can't even listen to Young Americans ever again without thinking about this film. (laughs) I am in so much sadness right now. It's not rage. This is a different level of rage for me. This is sadness. This movie has destroyed my love of Bowie, or at least just... Young Americans. It's too bad. I I need to see it in another couple movies, Bryce. I have to find Young Americans playing in other movies to get this out of my mind. I don't know that it's going to erase this memory, though, Jim. Let me just give you a little bit of my internal monologue about my feelings about... So remember the time that I watched the movie with Freddie Prince Jr. called Down to You? Mm-hmm. When It Destroyed My Love of Young Americans by David Bowie. Yeah, I remember that. If only you could be seeing us live, I could perhaps throw in a montage here somehow. I don't know how that's possible. The dialogue in this film is painful to listen to. And oh my fucking God, Freddie Prince is the worst actor I think I've ever seen in my life. I can kind of see why he only does voice work now. But there was some good in this film. First off, it had Bowie. And the other music was actually really good. Henry Winkler, Rosario Dawson, Mm. Selma Blair. Damn. I love Rosario Dawson. Did I mention the music was good? No, it wasn't. It was actually fantastic. Mm. But fuck me till next Thursday. Almost every shot of Freddy is a close-up shot. And it wouldn't be that annoying. But remember, he can't act. So yes, even though it has amazing music, Henry Winkler and Rosario Dawson, the story is probably one of the schlockiest films with the worst dialogue, story, plot. But the thing that made it the worst was Freddie Prince Jr. He is so bad, he destroyed every scene he's in. He's pretty much in every shot. 
Not that Julia Stiles is amazing, but she completely destroyed him. I mean, Godzilla's foot meets Japanese sushi diner in the streets of Tokyo destroyed him. Whenever they were in a scene together, and then him just trying to keep up to her, it was actually painful to watch. She was really, he was like the sludge on the bottom of Godzilla's foot. She just crushed him every single time. Mm. As much as I hated pretty much everything about this film, the music was great. There was a fantastic supporting cast. It's uncanny, his talent for wrecking every scene. It's truly an evil villain superpower. It has to be said, though, that the stupidest line in this film, no, not favorite line, because that's not a thing in this movie. When Freddy's friend asks, am I gay? Because Rosario Dawson's character stuck her finger in his ass. No, douchebag. You were not gay. You were lucky. I mean, Rosario Dawson. It doesn't get much better than if Rosario Dawson's sticking her finger in your ass. Yes, this is how great the dialogue was. In fact, they, the fact that they even had to question that someone was gay because Rosario Dawson stuck their finger up his ass. This is the this is the level How does of dialogue. That make sense? It doesn't make any sense, Bryce. And neither I did anything. About ten minutes ago. And the dialogue in this movie made absolutely no sense. So what'd you think of it? Uh, the dialogue was a fail, and this movie is a rage. It's yeah. a sadness rage. I'm now sad, and I'm full of rage. I'd say that's mission accomplished. It was definitely. I, I will take a sad rage. Ninety minutes, you'll never get back. Ugh. It was. It felt like it was seven hours. Yeah, it was awful. It was You're so welcome. Terribly awful. I told you, game on. You did. I don't know. I think I would rather have watched that because at least it had Bowie. You had nothing with endless love. That's true. Well, nothing. I haven't liked Freddie Prince since he took my woman away from me. Ah. Uh, uh, I can't believe you liked Freddie, Freddie Prince before that. Well, I didn't know him before that. Yeah, he just... He was a nobody he, until he started dating Sarah Michelle Gellar. Exactly. He was he a was nobody. A nobody. Uh, who? Isn't he Canadian? He did three movies with her and then Who's that basically gave up acting. Who's Becca Michelle Butterfield? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her. Who are you talking about? You know. Cruel Intentions. Yeah. I know you saw that. That was you know. Reese Witherspoon. She was the other one. And uh, pretty boy guy. Uh, yeah, Freddie yeah. Prince Jr. No, she was the other one. <laughs> Who was the dude in it? It's, but she's not. He's not talking about dudes. Matter. Sarah Michelle Gellar is not a dude. I said she. And she was in the, the Grudge too. Why can't I remember? She was his one name? of the Grunges. Why <laughs> <laughs> right? wasn't she in one of the remakes of the Grunge? <laughs> yeah, she was in the first one. <laughs> she was in the Grudge. Well, she wasn't in the first one. She was in the American remake. Yes, well, yeah, exactly. The, the See, that's what I'm remake. saying. It would have been cool if she was in the she first. She was in the first one. remake. And why but didn't they call? If it came to America, why didn't they call it the Grunge? Kind of makes more sense. I don't know that it does. Okay, what were we talking about? I we're talking about we have to make a decision on what terrible movie. We're going to go to Murray's bag or we're going to go to the Dare bag? Is it us today? Yeah. It's you and me, baby. Oh. But we just picked for mine a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah let's go back let's to the Murray. We'll go, no, we'll go to Dare. You're going to Dare. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Murr. Let it, oh, is there, nice. by the way, the Dare bag looks replenished. Did we put more Oh, in I it? did. Yeah, oh, yeah. Of course. You oh. properly, though. Well, 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 we're not seeing it. It's only well, you yeah, that's seeing it. Yeah, but I saw it. like half of them. You're allowed to. You're not having to watch them. Yeah, but I had to refold them. Oh, that oh, was good. Oh, no. You're so dedicated now. I love this new Murray. We're, the old Murray was not as... Because I'm actually awake for a Oh, change. I think I put this in my bag for you. Oh, but well. now we're both going to get to watch it. 
It's Valentine's Day from 2010. <laughs> the one with, like, oh, no. with, all, with all those stars in it? Yeah. Uh, John Bon Jovi. And they all, all come or together. Or is that New Year's Eve? They're all the same movie. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no. yeah, that's what we're watching. I don't want to watch Valentine's Day. It's got, it's got my absolute favorite actress in it, Julia Roberts. Okay, who awesome. else is in it? Um, your favorite actress, Anne Hathaway. Okay, so far so bad. <laughs> it's got Jamie Foxx. Okay. It's well, got Jessica Alba, better. your boyfriend's girlfriend. Yeah, I like Jessica Alba It's got Alba the, the, the great and powerful Kathy Bates. It's got Kathy Jessica Biel, Bradley Jessica Cooper, fine. Eric Dane, Patrick Bradley Dempsey, Patrick Hector Elizondo, Elizondo, who's always awesome. good. Jennifer Garner, Jennifer Topher Garner. Grace. Topher, I love Topher Grace. Exactly. Oh, but Ashton Kusher's also in there. It's I'm like okay a, that Ashton 70s Kusher. show reunion. I believe he is a starring role. In this Queen Latifah, your other favorite actor, Taylor mm, Lautner. Taylor Lautner. George Lopez, Shirley MacLaine, Emma Roberts. Did I not just watch this recently? Are you sure this hasn't already been on the... I don't think so. Okay, maybe. I'd remember. <laughs> I, I am just, definitely I, I may just go back and pick every Julia Roberts movie ever made to put in my bag. Yeah, <laughs> don't. Please don't do that. <laughs> Okay, because so, I really don't like her. So St. Patrick's Day, what? Yes. Valentine's. It's Valentine's a holiday. Hey, you're going with a girlfriend. You should know that day by now. Yeah. Valentine's. It should day. be carved in your skull. All right. Your first tattoo should be a heart. Okay, and I got I got to watch this by what in January? You've got to watch it for next week, my little what? buddy. What? Yep. Don't we have a full show next week? Yeah, it's gonna be a pretty. As much as we don't have time for a full show, we're gonna have a full show. All right. All right. Whatever. Well, you All know right, what? Then. You know what that means. Ugh. Apparently, I'm not as ready for the show to end as I was kind of wanting it to end. I don't. <laughs> I kind of don't want this episode to end. This has had probably some of the best rage and fun I've had in a long time. I hope you guys who've been listening to it have uh, loved it as much as me. So, thanks, Ragers, for listening. Super rage love to our members, James and Philip, for their continued financial moral support. Thanks to our extended film rage crew, Leonard Conlon, Bex Goose, Tony, and Nat, for their artistic contributions to our show. You can find their homes in our show notes thanks to our sponsor Kenyon Meadows Cinemas please go and support your local independent cinemas near you as they desperately need your help as they come out of COVID find us on social media and Facebook Twitter Instagram at FilmRageYYC follow us on Audia A-U-D-E-A dot I-O forward slash and search FilmRageYYC for bite-sized film reviews Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Red Bubble and Tea Public. We are always wanting to make this raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us emails to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dare us to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, please make us rage. Please, please. That's it for this week. Rage on. Rage on.